Hi, everybody. It's David Harris here, CEO of Advice Evolution. It's my final podcast for 2023. Uh, apologies for the regular listeners that I haven't put out as many as I could have this year, but um, we did get a lot of the uh, the Inside Word podcasts out, and they've been pretty uh, well received. And uh, a lot of the advisors and uh, the operation staff have actually done very well in those uh, those podcasts, and it's great to get an insight into those uh, those people and uh, what makes them tick. Basically, I just want to run through a few things that have been happening at the moment and some things that you want to think about over over the break. It's a, yeah, it's been an interesting few interesting last month or so, and it's been uh, relatively hectic. Um, and I assume you guys have all had the same. Uh, we've had a we had a Christmas Christmas get together in Brisbane and uh, Melbourne and Sydney, and it was really nice to catch up with everybody and see uh, that, uh, the engagement was really good and those functions were really well supported. It was nice to see you guys all um, a little bit more relaxed and um, have that opportunity to say thanks for your uh, for your support in the last twelve months, and uh, wish you well for the uh, for the the festivities of the uh, the next couple of weeks. And obviously, in the financial planning game, we uh, we take more than a couple of weeks and well deserved. And the good thing about the uh, the financial services industry, it doesn't um, doesn't it, it has a very very deep sleep in January and doesn't wake up until you know in and around Australia Day, which uh, I uh, I've never fails to amaze me and, uh, and uh, I'm the best thing about the industry. The other thing that we're doing is uh, we've actually did a um, another presentation to our education partners. Um, obviously, we'll uh, Brooke will list those at some point in the uh, in the new year. But the uh, the education partners that uh, our current education partners that have been looking after us over the last twelve months have been really, really great supporters and uh, we wanted to give them a lot uh, deeper insight into the performance of the, the licensee and how we've actually done compared to a lot of our peers. And uh, in, in a market where um, advisors are still leaking, we, uh, we've we still managed to be growing slightly um, and uh, keeping pace with, uh, um, well, being well ahead of the pace of our peers. And so it's been a um, you know, successful, a successful year from that perspective and it's... Uh, you know, testament to the work of Brooke and Jesume that uh, a lot, uh, a lot of that's actually been uh, been done. Um, on uh, on that and on the education, Brooke's obviously just sent out an email talking about the education process for next year. Now, I want to, um, I just want to elaborate on that a little bit because there has been a little bit of fear by a couple of advisors about the fact that they may not be able to get enough space, enough space for their specialist accreditation. They may not be able to get enough for their um, you know, enough points if they miss the conference and or a PD day or something along those lines. Look, our, our, look, what we want to do is we want to put you in front of about 80 CPDs. And so hopefully, you know, and those, apart from the conference and the XY PD day, we want to put them in a place where you can actually get them and add them and add them at any point in time. Obviously, it's best for you to come to the presentations that we do at the time, but you know, we'll we'll allow you to have access to them and get those CPD points. But the other thing is we're doing is working with with um, VBP. And I was last time I was over in VBP, we actually did a presentation from their education team to our team, and the quality of the education um, content that they delivered to our team is exceptional. And so I've been talking to David Carney about whether we can do that at a um, at a at an advice evolution level. And he seems to think that yes, we need to, we, we will be able to do that. And so what I'll be doing is I'll be reaching out to him to um to develop some content with regard to anything that we're short of. 
Um, so from a cost perspective, I've had a little bit of feedback to say, you know, are we doing this to save costs and, you know, with a fee increase, et cetera. This thing is going to, I'm actually going to pay more for education over the next 12 months. But what I want is I want a quality of education that is specific. And, you know, what I've noticed is over the last two or three years, whilst using Kaplan, the quality of the education amongst the group has decreased. All of you guys have been out there studying and doing your um, your, your your degree. Yeah, yeah, those guys have done really, really well. And I can see a, a, a distinct increase in the, the, the quality of knowledge in those guys. But the people who haven't been, I'm seeing a significant decrease in the quality, in the standard of knowledge. And I want to make sure that that increases. Kaplan's a tick and flick thing. It's a ticker box, get your points, get back to work. But um, we want to be much more focused in the education and we want to make the educational system much more applicable to you and make it so as there are, you're going to learn things that make you better at running your business. And they're actually going to be on the ground working for you. Um, and that's all we want to do. And so if you've got ideas about things that you want to know more of, reach out because we can actually put some content to that. And we're uh, reaching out to different partners to uh, to ensure that we get that done. On that education team, I've also, um, I've also been talking to um, the... There's a new Elixir, I think, is the group that's been bought by VDP. Now, what they do is they offer a practice managers course. Now, Brooke's actually been talking to VDP about how we avail ourselves of that. And if you've got a practice manager that you want to actually give some more education to, either as a reward or to, to get up to speed, this thing will be available to us in 2024. And uh, you'll be able to reach out to Brooke and, um, and she'll be able to put you in touch with the right people to get that done. Next thing is the uh, the elephant in the room, and that's the fee increase. Now, I apologise, guys, but, you know, this is corporate world. It's been three years since we last increased our fees. Um, the, the fee increase that we've gone with is going to be less than what it would have been had we had we incorporated CPI. Um, our services have remained reasonably constant. I, I will bet I'd love to say that uh, we're trying to increase those and trying to improve those. And I'm rolling out a few things that I'll touch on in this seat, in this podcast that we're going to be doing next year that hopefully will make your life significantly easier. It's been a funny year because a lot of our services have been questioned, you know, slowed a little bit by the way that we're waiting for the outcomes from the quality of advice review. But um, that's no excuse. Um, the uh, the new the the new fee is, uh, is is definitely just enough for us to maintain our services at the same level and and remain maintain our uh, you know responsibilities to all of your advisors. It's a um, the the other thing involved in that is the ASIC levy. You know it is ridiculous. Um, I still you now I'm still crossing my fingers and hoping that there's pressure and there is still pressure political pressure that they may not go ahead with the full. 2800 and if we don't if they don't go ahead with that then obviously we'll readjust our fees accordingly but um but i it's just look it's just something that uh, we we we're not set to absorb at this time of the year um at the end of this time you know we were working on a, a much lower asset levy and we weren't even considering uh, you know at this point we haven't even started to consider the um the buy the compensation compensation scheme of last resort don't get me started on how much I hate the compensation scheme of last resort and how, um, you know, I love the idea that, you know, we should look after clients that have been, you know, poorly treated by the industry. But I don't count fund managers as part of our industry. And if that's part of the advice industry, they're their own industry and they should wear the bill for their own misgivings. 
we shouldn't be wearing the bill for them. You know, we wear the bill for, for bad advice, not for failed funds. Um, and but anyway, there's um, obviously a role, uh, you know, a crossover of that one. But look, if you have problems with the uh, the fee increase, it starts um, the first pay in January. I've just finished the first the last pay for December, so that should be hitting your accounts now, or as I, as I do this, or probably already in there. Um, feel free to reach out to Brooke or myself and and discuss it. Um, but uh, you know, if it's just a yeah, it's 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 normal business, and uh, the idea is we want to keep a, a fee a fee set up that means you don't have to do anything extra apart from the one-off levy that we've got to do for the asset. Next thing I want to talk about the end-to-end -end process. Um, it's up and rolling. Xi is, uh, Jin Lee is actually doing that at the moment. She's working for a couple of advisors and the process is good. She is very smart. So if you haven't reached out and spoken to, to Jin Lee, she, uh, she's a, a very clever young lady and uh, she's very, very good at uh, at uh, providing services. Now she's going to hopefully, uh, as the, the demand increases, we'll build a team and we'll build a team that can produce any of the services you need within your, your office. So if you're an, an individual advisor and you want to look out for 600 clients, happy days. Just send them all to us and we'll do the back office stuff with them. It's going to be, um, you know, it's it's going to be interesting. Um, one of the things we're working on is uh, good communication to ensure that uh, the products that we do roll out and the services that we roll out are a um, an adequate service and uh, a service that you'd expect from someone in your own office, and um, and that's what we're going to work with. On that, at the moment, we're also looking at rolling out additional pieces of um, information with regard to that, and that uh, are things like we're trialing if. So if it's an AI advice modeling tool, and we may be able to incorporate that into our end-to-end -end process. And so if you want to get um, a plan or the majority of a plan done, we may even have we may have the facility to do that. And the girls will be trialing this in um, in January. Now, if you haven't heard or looked at if if is a um, an AI modeling tool, and so you put your current your client's current position in there, then you select some objectives, and the objectives are much easier than most cases. So it's a, a few drop-down boxes to give you some uh, some hints and some ideas and objectives, and it tells you um, then from the FNA exactly how uh, what chance that client's got of achieving their objectives. Now, what it does then is it then AIs strategy ideas and puts in front of you a number of different strategies as an advisor you can check and then you can actually move across and use these strategies apply the strategies and then the um, the software will then rerun the model and tell you what the chances are of reaching it and then then the ongoing value of this model means that you can continue to do this over and over again each year um, they charge a, a fee per client but we're uh, looking at different options of um, of ways of doing that so um, yeah what's this space on that one um the next one is the quality of advice review wow this thing is just uh you know this time 12 months ago it was released at the moment nothing's been rolled out um so look we were expecting something some, a few bits of it to hit parliament in um in the first sitting in february but whether that does or not i read something in the paper that uh, it may not even hit it next year so who knows? But uh, one of the other one of the other areas of the, the press seem to think that uh, they'll be getting the SOA piece back in January, and it'll be actually in the piece that goes towards Parliament in the, on the fourteenth of February. But I don't quite know how that's all going to pan out, and um, I wouldn't even hazard a guess. But uh, it seems to me that the the current government has a quite a healthy appetite for delivering advice more cheaply to the masses. 
and they want to facilitate that through the industry funds, I would assume, and maybe the banks. And for that, obviously, they've brought in this qualified advisor. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what to think about the old qualified advisor. Bit of back to the future. And I'm not sure that they're the people that we just got rid of for you, not, uh, not less than two or three years ago. But it'll be interesting to see how that rolls out. But um, the qualified advisors, I hope um, that that definition seems a little bit too close to the professional advisors, in which is which is what all you guys are. And the professional advisors should be afforded far greater flexibility and far greater um, um, respect in the industry and uh, in front of clients. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. But um, yeah, I expect. Yeah, I expect to see quite quite a little bit more on that. But the one thing that I can see from Stephen Jones is that as much as he says he wants to move quickly on this, he um, he doesn't care. Next thing I want to talk about is the uh, oh, it's work wise. So um, this is my last day, so I won't be around tomorrow. This is uh, that's tomorrow, the twenty second of uh, December. The team all will leave tomorrow afternoon, and uh, they all roll back in on the fifteenth of January. Oh, correction, I'll be back on the fifteenth of January. They'll be back the week before. That'll be the eighth. So the 8th of January, the uh, the ops team, um, Jennifer May and her team, will be back on deck and so they can look after you, uh, any things that you have there. My advice to you guys, if you're an advisor and you're coming back that early, don't be doing too much advice work because there's not a lot to do. It's a good time to be putting your hands behind your head, putting your feet on your desk and thinking about your business. Look at your P&L, look at your costing, look at your fees, roll back and have a uh, have another look at the um, at the training that we did with Catherine Hunt and realise uh how, how valuable you are and work out what you should be charging. And uh, yeah, I uh, take this time, enjoy it, rest, rest, um, recharge. It's, a, it's definitely a good time to be doing that. Another couple of things that we're rolling out that should come out very early in the uh, the new year. We're just waiting on um, on uh, some some ideas as to how to put these together. But first of all, is uh, Brooks come together with an ROA. We picked up from a practice, um, uh, that uh, it's basically a writing pad, old school writing pad, printed with all the file note for an ROA. Now this thing can sit on your desk and uh, all of, uh, if you're using an SMA and a an annual review or a model or some other method, some, some um, uh, investment device that doesn't require significant switching, you'll be able to do your ROA at the meeting with the client and that's all you have to do. So the client walks in, you run through your checklist that's written on your writing pad, you um, or you do it on Zoom or you do it over the phone. And at the end of that meeting, you sign that document and you put that in the filing cabinet and that's your ROA done for the year. So that's uh, that should make life a little bit easier for you if you can get it. Brooke and I have also been trialling for a, a few weeks now and we still haven't quite nailed it, but we know we're going to get it. And what we're going to get is we're going to Zoom ROA. And so what we're going to be preparing for you guys is a script um, and a demonstration of what the que the questions and the order and the, the 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 method that you need to ask them, and then you select the AI tool in Zoom once you're doing that. And while you're doing that, uh, you, you you ring up your client via Zoom. You have that meeting with them. It doesn't mean about recording the meeting, but it records the AI, which will document the entire meeting and the questions that you ask in the correct order. And if you follow the checklist and the script that we put to you, then you'll have an ROI already typed 
ready to go in the file. And if you do need to amend it just slightly, obviously it comes in a word format so as you can fool around with that. I'm pretty excited about that. I think that's going to be a great tool. So the, what I'm what we're looking at is hopefully by the end of January, early February, we'll have a much, much simpler ROI system for you guys to use in your practice. Um, on a, a compliance side, you probably see that there's money in the press about being registered as a financial advisor and a tax and a tax advisor on the um, the Money Smart website. So ASIC's putting a lot of pressure on that. I know Normie's been to at least two different um, seminars and web webinars to work out how she's actually going to do that. She's across that. It doesn't affect quite all of you. Um, I think there's only a few advisors that it will affect but different dates. So I think it's back to 2020, 20, 2022. Anyone who's been appointed after that needs to be reappointed and uh, we need to put you in, uh, put it in place as to where you sit with regard to the tax practitioners board and as well as being a, um, as registered on the um, the new ASIC website. So just to, just to make that uh, a little bit more exciting for us. But the other thing is one of the big uh, uh, challenges for next year and I'm working with Roy uh, and uh, the operations team is that uh, communication is key for me. Um, I really want the team and my operations team to be reaching out and contacting you guys more often. Um, I, yeah, I'd, I'd like to say that I wish I could do it more often myself, but um, you know, as a general rule, we need to be doing less less Zooms, uh, less instant messages, less emails, and more pick up the phone or click on the video and talk to people because the messages are clearer. Um, but we need to do, be doing it when you receive a task and say, yeah, I've got that task, I understand. And then before you deliver the task, say, I'm just about to deliver this task. This is what I've achieved. Um, is that Does that meet your expectations? And then following it up to say, look, you've got it now. Is that a, um, an adequate result for what you're looking for? Obviously, this is only for, for bigger tasks and that sort of stuff, but I'm really, really, I'm really concentrating strongly on communication. We're currently living in a world where um, COVID has forced us to work from home. Now, work from home is a lose-lose for everybody. Um, yeah, you get to work from home, but you don't get the benefits of working in an office. You don't get the, the control, the access. There's so many disadvantages from, work, not from, from working from home, but we have to embrace it because it's a thing now and um, there's no coming back, at least not in the shorter term. But what we need to do is make sure that if you're working from home, it's time to be engaged. And you need, we need, we're all going to be working on new methods of keeping you engaged in uh, in 2024 because that's uh, that's one of my goals to keep everybody as engaged as we possibly can. As uh, no matter how far we are away, the engagement is there. But anyway, that's me for today. Um, signing off, wishing everybody a Merry Christmas. Keep safe. Uh, uh, I know that no one goes out not to keep safe, but uh, make sure that you have a bit of fun. Enjoy your families or enjoy your time. Um, Royd is uh, a classic example of teaching everybody how to relax. So, uh, you know, when it comes time to relax, make sure you give it a give it a go. Um, he's going to be teach me to be able to sit still and, and relax for a little while. But grab a book, sit up in front of the uh, the cricket and uh, and relax. If that's not your jam, watch something else. But uh, I um, I behove you all to uh, to enjoy yourselves and to make the, make the most of this restful, uh, this this period and enjoy it and come back and you know fully recharged but uh, apart from that guys enjoy yourselves and uh, we'll see you next year